Welcome to the Embodied CEO Podcast. I'm Kirsten, and while I'm an integrative performance dietitian by trade, a mom of three, and a wife, I am also a nearly two-decade entrepreneur turned business mentor, and I've seen all sorts of iterations of how to do business. And I'm tired of female business owners not fully stepping into their power because the road we've been told we have to take to get here sucks. In this podcast, I'm empowering entrepreneurs to trust their voice and expertise, to start thinking big when it comes to their business, and to move forward unapologetically toward goals that don't have to make sense to other people. Let's have the big conversations. Let's lay it all out on the table. And let's support each other forward in this crazy journey of entrepreneurship. Oh, and let's have some fun while we're doing it. Hello and welcome, friends. I am so excited for our next episode of January. If you listened to the last episode, you know that we have lots of stuff happening this year, that I have a direction in mind, that we're doing this with intention. So with that said, I was supposed to be recording an episode today all about sales and why most people fuck this up and why this is so hard. But I was just talking to Christian, which that's my husband, for those of you who don't know, over grits this morning. And I got really ranty about something because it was important to me. And there's two things I want to say about that. First of all, grits are disgusting and I'm not the one eating them, but the man loves his grits and he makes them every morning and I love him. So I can't fault him for that. But damn it, I wish he loved oatmeal as much as he loves grits because then I could get in on that breakfast. But I digress. The other thing I want to say about that is that he chuckles at this point when I go on my rants because he knows that this is how my passion for things comes out. He has known me long enough that he knows this is how I communicate when something is really important to me. So anyway, after my rant, which was 100% unrelated to what we're talking about here, he was heading into his office for a meeting and I was heading upstairs to my office. Yes, we both work from home. Yes, sometimes that is tricky. Yes, during COVID with three kids at home for school, it was interesting. Let's go with that word. But anyway, his office is downstairs, mine is upstairs. But we ask each other every morning, what's on deck for your day? Mainly because, you know, logistics, kids, parents, whatever, we got to know what's going on, but also because we have genuine interest in what the other's doing. But I told him that I was heading upstairs and I was getting ready to record a podcast episode. And I told him that I wasn't in love with the topic of what I had planned on talking about and that I wish I could just rant about something like I just did in the kitchen. And that's how we got here. That's what you're going to get today. I'm scrapping what I had planned on recording about sales, because as you know from, again, what I just said in episode one, my word for this year is intention. I want to speak about things from a place that is very much from purpose and with a bigger picture in mind. I don't want to just knock through topics and go, oh, we got to talk about this and we got to talk about this. And we do and all of that's important, but I want to be super intentional in what I want to present and really authentic. And I have something to say right now, so so I'm going to say it. So here it is. So my thoughts this morning over grits and how much I love to rant made me realize something that I've been wanting to scream out loud for a while, but I haven't. And you're going to hear me go on a little rant. But what I want to talk about is the fact that you are too quiet. You guys are too quiet. And that's where your frustration lies. That's where you're stuck in your business. That's where you feel resentment when you see someone else moving past their own stuckness and you're still stuck. Let me take a step back real quick and paint a picture because I really want you to understand what I'm getting at here. If you follow my social media or on any of my containers, you know that 2022 was a year of a half million dollars in revenue for me. And yes, we most absolutely celebrated that. And yes, we absolutely talked about that often on social media because here are some very depressing stats for you. You ready? Here's why we talked about this so much. According to Forbes, only about 30% of businesses in the U.S. are owned by women. And only 12% of those 30 ever generate 100K per year. Think about that. 
And for all of you who are in any kind of coaching business or own any kind of business, your goal has probably always been that six-figure year. Well, reality is only 30% of U.S. businesses, first of all, are owned by females. So hi, welcome. We're already in the massive minority here. But then of those 30%, only 12 generate 100K per year ever. And only two, two, you guys, ever break the million dollar per year revenue mark. Businesses owned by men are 3.5 times more likely to breach that million dollar threshold. That is depressing as shit, isn't it? But the numbers aren't what I want to talk about. I just want to hammer home the point that, hell yes, you better believe that we celebrated that half million dollar mark in 2022. But that's not the bigger picture. And this is where intent comes in again, right? My bigger picture takeaway from all of this is that we made noise in 2022, what do I mean by that? I mean, I was done. And again, I'm speaking from a perspective of a dietitian because this is my training. This is where I, you know, this is where I started in my business. But for those of you who aren't dietitians, don't dismiss this because this applies to everyone. But I was done being like all the other dietitians. Hell, beyond that, I was done being like all the other women. I was done being like all the other moms. I was done trying to fit in and speak like everyone else who was me right? From a, from a just sheer logistical perspective, they were from a demographic perspective, I was like all of them, but I was done speaking like all of them and done doing what everyone else was doing, including my mentors. I love all of them and I continue to be in all their programs and I take in all the information, I take all of the advice, but I applied a huge amount and a healthy dose of discernment because I had found myself losing my voice in the sea of listening to others, and even just 18 months ago, which seems like a long time, but it is not, you guys. It is so freaking short and it goes so quickly. But even 18 months ago, I still found myself mirroring entrepreneurial steps my husband was taking because after all, he is a very successful entrepreneur and has proved that time and time again, multiple times over. So I still remember following in things that he was doing, right? Like I was copying what he was doing. But then I remember about a year ago, even at home, let's talk about the mom stuff and the wife stuff and all of those things. I distinctly remember about a year, maybe 14 months ago, I called a family meeting. And the background, this is not something that we do in my house. We're not a family meeting kind of household, right? That's not how we function. But I called a family meeting because it was time to get something off my chest. I had been a mom and the wife and the homemaker and the best supporting actor and all of those things for over a decade. It was that whole, my work can wait until everyone else is taken care of today person. I found myself being very quiet about what I had to say in my personal life as a mom and all of these things because it was I felt it was necessity. I felt it was, this is what I need to do in order for everyone to be taken care of and this is my role and blah, 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 blah. But as I was about you know, 14, 18 months ago, whatever, really stepping it up in my business, I found myself finding it necessary to also state that to my family. So I called this family meeting to just openly declare, I'm going to start saying what I want to say. Like, I'm not censoring stuff and I'm not mean, that's not it, but I'm also going to state my needs. And I'm also going to say right now, this is what needs to happen. And right now, here's my opinion. And right now, this is how I feel because I was too quiet. And I am not a quiet person by nature. And I'm certainly not a person who normally swallows down what she has to say, but I am also a person. And I think many of us can probably relate to this, especially as females. I am most certainly a person who grew up being told that I was too loud and I had too many opinions and I should go to my room now until I had quote unquote calmed down and didn't feel the need to share so much anymore. I love my parents. This is not anti my parents, but this is also a generational thing. That's how my parents grew up, right? Like too many opinions, too loud. Don't do that. Go in your room until you have nothing left to say. 
So what does this have to do with business and what's my point here? My point is that celebrating hitting that half million for the year in 2022 is missing the actual win. The half million is a side effect. The actual win was me essentially saying, fuck it, I'm going to just loudly be me and see what happens. And the most beautiful thing happened. Two things happened. Everyone who didn't like me left. And that is a good thing. Now, in the moment, it feels weird as shit and it feels ick and it makes your ego do all sorts of strange things in your brain and you second guess yourself and all of that. Yes, yes, yes. But it's a good thing. And the second thing that happened is that everyone who did resonate with what I had to say came in closer. They pulled up a chair and they said, okay, I'm all ears. Let's do this. My success this past year was not due to anything magical. And yes, let me be super freaking clear on this because I don't want you to misunderstand me here. I cleaned up a shit ton of not ideal business practices. I cleaned up a ton of energy leaks, both literal and figurative. I was very determined in building a business structure that could actually generate a half million cash revenue in a year. So what I'm saying is, yes, it wasn't anything magical, but of course there was a shit ton of work that went into this, right? All of those things that I physically did, that we strategically did, they were absolutely true and those were vital to make a business that can hold a half million dollar cash year happen. But the thing that drove all of that was that I was done being quiet and I was done fitting in. Which brings me to the rant I want to get off my chest. Yeah, that was not the rant yet. That was the backstory. Here's the rant. And this is what I want to get off my chest. I see this over and over in my paying clients and in you guys in my audience, wherever you fit in in that. You're too quiet. Collectively, we are too quiet. You are too much the same as everyone else. You're not saying all the things you want to say. And you know I'm not lying. You know that is fact. You're using too many trending reels and viral audios to repeat exactly what someone else is saying just with your face on it. And you're probably spending a whole lot of time looking at other people's posts in your industry and trying to emulate them, especially the people who are doing well, right? But are you putting enough of what actually makes you and what you want to rant about into the information you're putting out? Like, is your audience seeing who you are in all of this? Here's an example. When I'm talking to my private clients, and let's say two of them are launching something at the same time, and one gets signups right away and the other one doesn't. It usually isn't because one has a better program or is a better coach. It usually is because one has been super direct and the other one has been afraid to make waves. Imagine you're walking through Costco and two people are giving out samples, same samples, right? And the one person is telling you clearly and honestly that their sample of crackers with cheese is orgasmic and will change your fucking life. And the other one is in a corner with a pretty display of perfectly lined up squares of cheese on crackers, but just smiling politely. Whose samples are you going to go try? And yes, I know it's not as basic as that. And I don't want you to misunderstand me here. I'm not saying you have to literally be loud or brazen or in your face. What I am saying is you have to be you clearly and, and, and consistently, not just, oh, I feel brave today, so I'm going to go do that. But then the next day you're like, mm, that made me feel some kind of way. So I'm not doing that. No, consistently. And if being you is being loud and brazen and in your face, then be that amazing. But if it is quiet, be quiet. I'm not saying be loud if you're not naturally loud. But what I am saying is that you have to be uniquely you so people can see that. And here's a side note, and this is the uncomfortable part that the quiet people don't want to hear. To be honest, quiet often gets missed. Even if the quiet display of cheese on crackers is the better one, it doesn't matter if it's not noticed. So even if quiet is your natural state of being, yeah, you're going to have to work a little bit harder to be seen. I'm sorry, but that's reality because the quiet wheel does not get the oil, right? It's the squeaky one. You have to be able to stand out. 
So if you're stuck and if you're not seeing growth and if you're feeling overlooked and no matter how much effort you bring forth, it's falling on deaf ears, it's probably not because what you do sucks or because you're a crappy coach or because nobody cares about what you have to say. It's because you're too quiet. You do not stand out. And you should because you started a business. That alone is fucking incredible. Remember that only 30% of entrepreneurs are female. You're already a fucking unicorn. But if you're a unicorn that blends in with a crowd of other unicorns, nobody cares. I told you I wanted these episodes to give you tangible things to actually do. I don't want to just rant. Yes, I have something to say today and I'm ranting, but I want you to have actual things to take away because the existential conversations are important, but they don't always answer the, yeah, but what do I now do question. So here's my list of advice and you can take it or leave it, but I want you to know that these things changed how I run my business. And this is the reason my business generated what it did in 2022, not because of all the strategy. Yes, all of that matters. You have to have the strategy in place. But if this piece is not in place, this being quiet piece is not changed, good luck with all the strategy. It won't matter. So here's my list of advice. Number one, stop blending in. Stop making the posts that look like everyone else's posts. Start coloring a little bit outside the box. Make the posts that make someone stop their scroll. If your post is the same infographic as everybody else's, it does not matter that you are the better coach, that you have the better offers, that you have more experience. Nobody cares because they're literally not stopping to scroll to look at it. And say it how you think it. I want you, after you put something out there, preferably before you put it out there, I want you to read what you just wrote back to yourself out loud. Is that how you would have said it if you were ranting to your husband in the kitchen over a pot of grits? Is that how you actually would have said it? Or is that the watered down version because you're trying to make it pretty for the outside world? People don't hire the watered down version. They don't care about the watered down version. Which brings me to the next one. I want you to stop trying to convince them with your knowledge. This is important. So let me be extra clear here. Of course, the fact that you're a subject matter expert matters. Of course, the fact that you have X number of years of experience and you went to this school and you have that diploma, that all makes a difference. A hundred percent it does. But if all you're doing to get clients is to show them repeatedly that you have knowledge, you're not going to stand out. Everyone else has knowledge. People don't hire knowledge. People hire humans with knowledge. They don't just hire your degree. They want to know that they can connect with you, your coach, you are the business, you are the product. They're going to spend their time, their precious time in your energy. So if they only know that you are Sally, the dietitian extraordinary with 12 years of experience and 100 happy clients, they still don't know if they will like you because they don't know you because you're just the watered down version because you're not making noise. You want them to know whether they want to work with you not your knowledge, but with you. Yes, they're going to continue to follow your account. And yes, you will get X number of followers and you're going to get comments and likes and all of these things, but they'll continue to consume your free information. They probably won't convert to clients. If you want your dream clients to come to you and literally DM you and go, how do I pay you? They have to first be attracted to you, you the human, not you the skill. So you have to let them see your personality as much as you let them see your knowledge. Which brings me to the next thing on my list of advice. Stop trying not to offend anyone. This is a big one that comes up with my clients a lot. Listen, it's the internet. People will get offended simply because you exist. Like you don't even have to do anything. You just have to exist. Someone will be offended. In all of your efforts to avoid the trolls and to not make anyone question you so you don't have to get into an argument and not ruffle any feathers and not make any waves, you don't make any waves. 
which means you're super fucking vanilla, <laughs> which means people skip right over you to pay attention to the person who's making a point and taking a stance because they're chocolate. Ideally, they're chocolate with sprinkles and everyone will not love chocolate with sprinkles, but those who do will pull up a chair and like it. You are not meant to appeal to everyone. You are not meant to not offend anyone. Now, I'm not saying go out there and purposely offend. There are many of accounts like that on the internet. I personally find them disgusting. That's not what you have to do. But stop worrying about who's going to disagree with you. They're not your people. But if no one disagrees with you, that probably also means no one officially agrees with you because you don't stand out. So stop trying not to offend anyone. And this brings me to probably the biggest one that I see all the time. And I don't know if this is a female thing or a dietitian thing, but I see it in every coach that I work with. So I don't think it's a dietitian thing. It's very much a female thing, I think. This is my opinion. Stop being scared to claim that you're a business. Here's what I mean. We all want to build businesses, which really translates to, I want to share what I'm good at and I want to get paid well for it. But then somehow, suddenly, everyone is afraid that people will judge you if you step out there and say, hi, I'm a business and I have a lot to share, but you need to pay me for it. You have to sell what you're doing. You have to talk about your products, which is your offers, all the time. You have to not be scared or ashamed to go out there and clearly state that what you do costs money. And you should be doing that every single day. You should be selling in your business every single day. Now, this doesn't mean you have to have gross sales techniques or be out there with flashing signs of, you know, end of season sale. That's not what that means. But you have to be comfortable clearly showing and stating that what you do is not just free information. This goes back to the thing I said earlier. If you're just showing free information with, without any incentive for someone to like you and want to pay you, that's all you are. You're a source of free information. Think about this. If you go to Target, do you think they just want you to walk in, buy your Starbucks and walk around without buying anything? No, of course not. They know that that's what brought you into the store. That's the appeal. That's the initial like, oh, this is a place I like to be and I want to walk around with my overpriced coffee and just look at stuff. But how many times have you walked out of Target without having bought anything? Exactly. They're selling to you all the time. They're putting their featured products on end caps with big sale signs on them. They're putting discounts and deals into the app. They're doing two for ones. Like they know that you're going to walk in with the intent of getting a Starbucks and just browse, but you're going to walk out with three new candles and a picture frame that you didn't need simply because they sold it to you. Target isn't afraid to sell you because they are a business. If you're afraid to sell what you do, you are not a business and you won't ever be in that 12% of, of female entrepreneurs who hit 100K or the 2% who hit a million. You definitely won't be there. This again comes down to being too quiet. What are you scared of? Like if you were to sell, what are you scared of? Like what's going to happen? Is it because it feels weird to sell? Is it because you don't know how to sell? Is it because you might be judged? In which case I ask by whom? Who's going to judge you for selling in your business? And if someone does, do they matter? Is it because someone made you feel selfish because you want to be paid for your knowledge? My question for you on this is, and I want you to sit with this, do you see any male CEO of any company worried about seeming selfish when they sell their products? Right. If me being super direct in this rant triggers you, it's for one of two reasons. One, you really don't like my stance and my voice, and that is okay. I respect that. No hard feelings. Two, you wish you were as bold and would just say what you mean. And the fact that you're here makes me think that it's the latter, and that's beautiful because that means you can 100% change it. If you wish you could just step out and be more bold and claim what you mean and say what you mean and claim your space and do all of that, you can 100% change that. It all comes down to skill and confidence. Both are acquired. 
don't think that confidence is inborn. It's acquired. And it's very easily lost when we are younger and people make us question it and make people tell us that we're talking too much and should go to our room and blah, blah, blah. You can acquire both the skill and the confidence to push your business into the spotlight so that it is noticed. Back to my word of the year, intention. Everything that my team and I have laid out this year is with the intent of stacking skill on skill on skill for you throughout this year. And by arming you with that skill and a lot of mindset work, there's going to be so much mindset work this year, we're giving you the confidence piece. My goal has always been, and you know this if you listened to season one, to help female entrepreneurs build businesses they love with freedom of time, money, and choice. I want your business to succeed as badly as I want mine to succeed, but I cannot want it more than you do and I cannot show up for you. So how badly do you want it? And is it badly enough that you're willing and ready to stop being too quiet? Let's be chocolate with sprinkles. Like let's step out there. Here's what's coming up on my end, and here's my example of not shying away from selling because this is how you grow a business. In January, we're running a program that is all about the skills you need to sell. If the reason you're not stepping out there and boldly claiming what you do and asking for money for it is because you don't know how, I'm solving that problem for you in January. Juicy Sales is happening live in just a few days from when this episode airs, but if you're listening to this episode after our live start date, no worries because you know in my world everything is always recorded. Just email me and I'll get you to the right place. But again, with intent, we're following that up right away in February with a masterclass. It's going to be all about client retention. Stop working harder to try to convince strangers to try what you do. Level up and serve them. Level up how you share your knowledge and level up how you build connections so that your clients stay. Client retention is what builds a long-term business. And we're going to follow that up with February's live group program, which is going to be Coach Elevated. If you want to know why our nutrition clients and my business clients re-sign over and over and over, it's because we work really fucking hard to continuously improve our coaching skills. Because yes, in the end, our goal is always to help improve people's lives. That's always the target. It is a business, but that is the target. If we don't continuously elevate how we coach, we can't meet that target. So that's the February program. A year of a half million in revenue is a side effect of showing up boldly and clearly and of having our client's journey as the ultimate goal in mind. I feel so much better after that rant, you guys, and I would have been really annoyed if I had just talked about, you have to do sales. I want you to stop being small. You aren't small. You're fucking glorious. You started a business. Who even does that? Honestly, who even does that? Who even has the guts to say, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to start my own thing. You're amazing already, but I need you to show up like it. You can literally build anything that you dream of, but you can't do it when you're afraid to make waves. That does not track. You can't say, I want all of that, but I'm afraid to be seen. Well, the only way to have a successful business is to be seen. So start making some waves. DM me on Instagram for any links for anything that's coming up or shoot me an email with any thoughts, comments, feelings. I love to hear from you guys. I love all of you. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Embodied CEO Podcast. To connect with me, Kirsten, head to kirstenscreen.com or find me on Instagram at thekirstenscreen. My DMs are always open, so drop in and say hi. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share the Embodied CEO podcast. And now go out there and take some action.